Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of the McGuffins podcast. I am John Grass, Johnny Grass, Jonathan Grass, however you want to know me. Um, friends already know me, but I hope there's new listeners listening out there every day. So, And I am Nick Boynton. Uh, you can call me Nicholas or Nicky and anything in between. This is the McGuffins Podcast. Uh, here we talk about our life at McDonald's. We both work at the McDonald's in Concordia, Missouri. Against advice, we are going to name that name uh, because we're not afraid of getting fired because we have a disclaimer to give you. We do not hate the Concordia McDonald's. We love the general managers, uh, Troy and Zach. Uh, Troy is an awesome guy. We're going to hopefully have him as a guest at some point. And Zach's pretty chill. Don't get us wrong. Yeah. And I've been told that the owner's a heck of a guy. Brian will do anything you ask him to within his limits. So this is not us hating on the Concordia McDonald's. This is not us hating on the McDonald's job in particular. Everybody hates their job sometimes. These are reasons why we hate our job sometimes. And that's not all this podcast is going to be about. It's going to be about fun we've had on the clock, stuff like that. It's going to be about life at McDonald's. That's what it's about. Now, to keep this sort of family-friendly podcast going, we're going to avoid talks about drugs, uh, sex, and cursing as much as possible. Johnny, would you like to give an example of the things we're trying to avoid? Fuck. Things like that. That was like slam poetry, my guy. Thanks, man. Yeah, I hope I can it. bleep that out because that, that, <laughs> that, all of that is going to be one long beat. No, no. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> None of that. All right. So uh, to start off, we're going to give you a history of our uh, histories as McDonald's employees. I started at McDonald's at Concordia in October of 2017. I was 15 years old. I was getting one day a week. I was getting three hours a week. Sometimes not even that because one time I asked off for a choir concert. And they just copy and pasted the schedule, and I wasn't put on the schedule for two months. Almost quit. Uh, now I am a crew trainer. I help train new crew that come along. Uh, I'm only certified to train in service, so I really don't train in grill that much. Uh, I've never trained anyone in grill. Uh, I trained Nick here how to close in grill, but, I mean, he already knew what he was doing, kind of. So, And then uh, I'm also in college. I worked at the McDonald's in the town where I go to college in Seward, Nebraska. God-awful McDonald's. Worst McDonald's in America. Never go there. We will get to that in a different episode. Nick, how about you? Well, uh, I worked at Carrollton McDonald's uh, since I was 16. Uh, it went through a lot of changes while I was there. But generally, the people were all great, and the uh, job was pretty good. Uh, a steady amount of hours, even though those hours were kind of all over the place, and I was doing all sorts of different things while on the clock. It kept the job fresh, and it meant that I was able to talk to pretty much anybody and everybody there, all of which were good people. Uh, and then I transferred over to this McDonald's here in uh, Concordia, and I've been here for a few weeks. It's been pretty good. I like the people, I like the bosses, and I like the job few differences than Carrollton, but all of them are pretty good. Yeah, so we're both uh, kind of closers, um, so if you come in really late, we hate you. And that brings us to our first topic uh, ever on a McGuffins podcast. This is what the whole first episode is going to be about, how to be a good McDonald's customer. And to start off with, we want to talk about not coming through the McDonald's drive-thru Two minutes before we close is ridiculous. We close at 11 o'clock. 
Concordia McDonald's closes at 11 o'clock midnight on Fridays and Saturdays. That means that if you are not in my drive-thru by 1045, you are not welcome. Nick, any more details about that? Yeah, so here recently we've started a thing where we're trying to serve waste, right? We don't want to have to cook a whole bunch of food and throw it all away. You know, those children in Africa might need that stuff. Uh, not that they're eating any of it anyways. Plus, but, we're greedy, greedy, greedy McDonald's capitalists. We love our money and profit. Yeah, let's not waste any of that. So, we've started doing a thing where we don't cook new food past uh, a couple minutes before we close. If you want that good, fresh food, come in a little before while we're still in that good, fresh mood. 1045, you're much more likely to get fresh, quality food than if you are if you come right before close. I mean, if that's your mindset, if you're thinking, I'm going to wait till close so they have to cook everything fresh, you're wrong. Because we won't drop anything fresh for you if you come in a couple minutes before close. Because we hate you. Also, you're not going to get quality food anyway even if we drop it fresh. Because if you come in and order 84 sandwiches before we close, I'm I'm making the sandwiches, I'm putting them together on the line... My meat's burning on the grill. Your your meat is burning on the grill. So, you want scorched hamburgers? I didn't think so. Yeah, we're not going to spit in your food, but uh, if you like your self-image right, we will certainly find all sorts of creative ways to talk to make that self-image look pretty bad. Yeah, if you come in at 10.58 when we close at 11 o'clock, everyone in our store hates you. Automatic. It's not a question. It, it lasts for an hour and you're going to be on at least one hit list for the rest of the night. Exactly. Uh, that's just how it is. I mean, if you get a drink or something, you're on the road, you want a drink or something, that's fine. But you should have eaten supper hours ago. Let's get real here. Yeah, and let's talk about Happy Meals at 11.59 uh, when we're closing at 12. Who is feeding their kids at so late an hour? Who's letting, <laughs> who is letting their little children stay up past my designated bedtime of 8 when I was their age? I was 8. Mine was 8.30, and you know, you know, even at 8.30, I was not getting a Happy Meal. I wasn't getting any food at 8.30, much less McDonald's. I don't care if you had a baseball game. You shouldn't be feeding. You're trying to raise an athlete here. You are not giving them 700 calories, 1,000 calories of saturated fats and carbs. That is not athlete's food. Yeah, there's always time for peanut butter, jelly time, juice, uh, healthy snacks, maybe a salad. Exactly. Raise your kids right. Don't have them in. And why are you giving them extra fries with their Happy Meal? Our apples taste just fine. Sure, we don't even give them caramel with the apples anymore. And that was the good part, the unhealthy part. That was the unhealthy part. Now you're giving them extra fries with their Happy Meal? Who raised you to raise your kids like this? I mean, honestly, we could talk about shitty parents. Oh. Pardon my French. We're going to have to bleep that one out. <laughs> we could talk about <laughs> bad parents for so long getting their kids the worst quality food so late at night and letting those kids stay up that long at night. And another thing, if you come through your drive, our drive-thru with your kids screaming, right, about how they want their McDonald's or just screaming and you're getting them food as a pacifier, okay, Really, you gotta draw a line somewhere as a parent. They, need, I, they need a butt whooping. If they I need to be spanked. If I was screaming and hollering, you don't think my parents were catering to everything that I wanted, everything that I desired. I was getting the belt. <laughs> if I made any noise past my bedtime at 8.30, I was getting the belt. You think your kid can come screaming in my drive-thru at 10.58? It's ridiculous. Even during the summer. Why does your kid need to be up at 10.58? Why does your kid need to be eating at 10.58? If you haven't fed your kid supper by 7 o'clock, they don't deserve supper and neither do you. 
Next topic. Yeah, we can hear you, and that kid is loud. Speaking of the fact that we can hear you, when you pull up and you're all like, hello, uh, typical Karen voice right there. One se- you, you pull up for one second, you're, you're there for one second, we haven't even gotten a chance to hit the button to greet you, and you're already saying, hello, like, is anyone there? Yeah, yeah, we're there, but now we don't want to serve you because all of a sudden you're a bad word that I can't say on this podcast. Yeah, you're going to sit there for at least an additional three seconds where we just refuse to acknowledge your existence while we get our stuff together to and answer the disrespect. I assure you that 99% of the time when you guys say hello to start the order, you don't even know what you want yet, and you're like, okay, it'll be just a couple seconds. Then why do I need to address you right away anyway? <laughs> yeah, have your order together at least somewhat before you pull up. Well, have I mean, a plan. If you don't know what you want, fine. I don't care if you sit there and look at the menu. Now it, it, they used to have the menu further up before you order. Now they have it right where you order. I don't care if you need some time to decide. But you should not be trying to get my attention and then not knowing what you want. Especially that is disrespectfully. Rude. That Especially is Especially the way they do it. I will roll my eyes at you openly to your face <laughs> because I don't care about you as a person. Yeah, I mean, we do hear you. That's the purpose of the drive through We will greet you... If you greet us with respect, you treat us with respect, that is what it is all about, okay? And we will be happy to treat you at a decent time if you treat us in a decent way. Look, we're both uh, good Christian men, and we are taught that <laughs> Jesus loves everybody, and we should love everybody, but we don't have to like loving you, okay? We don't have to like it at all. Make it a little easier for us, okay? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> spread the love. Help us spread the love. Anyway. Treat people how you want to be treated. It's that golden rule, you know. Everyone should follow it. Golden rule, golden arches. Make it a thing, you know. Draw the connections. Follow through on how you want us to follow through. Okay, next topic, okay. Uh, this is kind of a little one. It doesn't have, like, very much content to it. Ronald McDonald Roundup. We are trying to collect change for the needy children uh, who have medical issues, who are... Uh, I don't know exactly how the, the, the Ronald McDonald's house charity works. You don't know how that works? I, I don't know what they give to. I know my Aunt Becca had a tumor uh, when she was younger, and they helped her somehow. They had, like, made, like, they so, took pressure off my parents' family. So the way that it works, right? Let me explain this for everybody that doesn't understand Including it. John Grass. One of the McGuff... See, if, if I can learn during my pod, our podcast, then you can learn during our podcast. Exactly. Let's just clear up some misconceptions. So, you round up your 70 cents, right? And you might think, God, that doesn't mean anything. Heck, if you round up one cent, you might think that doesn't mean anything. You know how many orders we get a day? Hundreds, okay? One cent a piece, that's beautiful, beautiful. Because there's hundreds of other McDonald's collecting hundreds of dollars through that method of one cent per roundup. And the way that money is distributed is, is it goes to facilities where uh, people can stay if they need housing to watch the people who they care about in the hospital it goes to helping pay for medical bills if you reach out to them it goes to supporting the family and the affected person themselves who need that financial support uh and i guarantee you that a higher percentage of the money you donate in the roundup goes to its cause than say half of all the breast cancer things out there you know uh like twenty percent of what you actually donate goes to what's the main what's the main breast cancer one? 
Uh, owned by, like, Carmen something. Wasn't it, like, Stand Up to Cancer, or is that just a general one? It's, like, I think that's a general one. It's, like, Pink something. Uh, Pink Out or something? I don't know. I don't know. It's owned by some lady named Carmen. 20% or less goes... To actual breast cancer research. To actual breast cancer research. None of it goes to helping anybody. You're not actually sending money to make people's lives better or easier. It's just research. And that research very very small percentage of the money that you send goes to that research their ceo is getting paid i think it was like eight hundred eighty five thousand dollars of money you donated so we can assure you that like your roundup and the change you put in the red box or whatever if you don't want your change it's a good cause it doesn't go to our owner brian like it's not profit for us it's not profit for him it doesn't go to tips or whatever it goes to kids, kids' families. Who actually need that help. Exactly. So my, my back back to my pet peeve of how you can be a better customer. If your total is like 10 or less cents away, honestly, if it's 50 cents or less away, just round up to the next, to next dollar. Because if you're, win, if you're willing to spend $25 on actual food but not willing to spend an extra 25 30 40 cents yeah, when uh, you're... to save children if you're if you're willing to spend that much on McDonald's for your family and for yourself but you think 40 cents is too much to give to like a good cause I don't care who you are that's not that's not a good decision yeah. now now that brings me to the next point if you're less than 10 cents away there is zero reason for you to not donate I've had people tell me no their their total is like 199 10.99 one cent away from the next dollar and they refuse to donate that one cent. What what is that what does that say about you? You must really need that one cent. That's all that that's gotta say. I know I know donations are supposed to be out of the kindness of your heart. Well tell me this. Where's why the it, kindness why of your is heart? there why is there no kindness in your heart then? Yeah. I mean, you must <laughs> either really need that one penny or you're one cold person. Am I my other thing about the donations is then when we miss the box or when customers miss the box when they're putting physical change in the red box, the, the change they don't want. And if you go out, if you're one of those people that gets out of their car and picks that up and takes it for your personal change, you are stealing from McDonald's. You are stealing from kids. We do a lot sweep every, we do a lot sweep in the morning, sometimes in the afternoon and one every evening. We make sure the change goes in the red box if we miss. You should not be picking up change on the ground outside the drive through window that's supposed to be donated to kids. Not not yours. It's not yours. It doesn't go to McDonald's either. It's not. No, it doesn't go McDonald's. to us. It's not McDonald's. Yeah, well, no, we it's get we get people that actually need that. We actually like have an incentive to uh, keep us from keeping extra change in the drawer that's supposed to go in that donation box. If we get like a perfect drawer at the end of the night, most manager most managers will give us uh, like a free meal ticket if we have like a drawer that's exactly at the amount it's supposed to be. So that means too little. Like if we have too little in the drawer, we don't we didn't count change right or something, gave someone too much money. Or if we have too much, like we have too much change that we've put in the drawer, because that means our drawer is over and there should be some in the donation box. So we have an incentive to donate as much as possible. So like Your money got, is yeah, going where your you money is going to, go. to the donation box. We're not like sweeping it up and then putting it in the drawer as profit. No. So you shouldn't be sweeping it up into your pockets either, okay? Our point is, your money is going where you think it's going. And the place that you think it's going is just as good, if not better, than dozens of other charities out there. As well as the fact that for you, it's a very small amount. We're not asking you to donate $1,000. We're just asking you to round up $0.05 cents on your order of thirty nine ninety five for 
five Big Macs, three large drinks, five medium fries, and two... Uh, two espresso drinks. Like, yeah, two and, coffees. And the thing is, yeah, we can't guarantee that your money is going where it's supposed to go, into the donation box, when other people roll up and take that change for themselves because apparently they need that penny that they found on the ground. Okay? Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. I'm not superstitious. Your penny doesn't mean doesn't mean anything. Okay? Your lucky penny that you found on the ground doesn't mean anything. I've got a lucky penny from Vegas that means something. But, yeah, but you know I, what? That's cool. But you this, know it what? It wasn't a penny you you stole from the McDonald's drive-thru. I have a lucky penny from Vegas that means something. But you know what? If it came down to it and this was broken, you can bet that that penny, along with the change that I'm saving right here, is going right back into that box. Exactly. As a McDonald's worker. And as McDonald's employees, we can't, like, like once it's in that box, there's, like, a little bag that it goes into that's, like, inside right next to us. But we can't get into it. It's, like, locked. It's like, it's not even in the bag. The bag is an insulator. It's in, like, a locked metal box. We can't get into it from the inside. Some, like, a manager or a trusted official who collects the donations has to get into it. I don't even know if any of the managers in the store have a key to that box. I think it's just the owner or some guy comes in to collect the donations yeah, that are in there. It's a totally separate entity. Exactly. It's a guy that is exclusively for the donations, and he comes in and empties them. So that being said, uh, if we're not asking you to round up your total, or if you're not sure if you should round up your total, uh, this is Nick and John Grass from the esteemed McGuffins podcast telling you, you should round up your total, or if you're not asked to round up your total, just ask them if you can. Yeah, you say, can, can take I, initiative. Yeah, yeah, say, can I round up my total to the next dollar for the Ronald McDonald house? Or you, not, not, you don't have to just say that many words. Just say, can I round up my total? We'll, and, know what, we'll know what it means. Yeah, and honestly, you know, the feeling that you get, the, the feeling of moral superiority, even if you're not doing it out of the kindness of your own heart, you know, try it sometime. Because that feeling of moral superiority can sometimes be worth it all its own. Yeah. I've, I've had a lot of interesting, like, pay-it-forward things at Carrollton McDonald's, and I could talk about those at a later podcast. But I do agree with Johnny here. Uh, rounding up is definitely the cool person thing to do. It doesn't come at any real harm or cost to you. And pretty much all of that money goes to actually supporting and helping common folk like ourselves. Uh, I'm sure that dozens of people that listen to this video could probably tell you. Uh, and I don't know if you can do like a comments section on a podcast on Spotify. I don't think you can. I don't think so either. But... I'm sure if you, you can hit started... us up in the D- you can hit us up. I'm I'm sure most people listening are from my Snapchat, and I'm sure Nick's told a few people. Uh, feel free to let us know uh, your whatever stories. You're, whatever you're about to tell uh, yeah. us, Nick. What do you want? Tell to know? us tell us your stories of people who you know that got support from the Ronald McDonald House because it is just everyday people like ourselves. Who are helping out other everyday people just like ourselves. Like like I said, my aunt, uh, Rebecca, had a a pituitary gland tumor on her brain. And when she was a kid, uh, my my dad and my Uncle Josh hung out at the Ronald McDonald House charity, one of their houses that they have, the housing units. And they they had so much fun. There was like a slide from the top story to the bottom story. And it took a lot of stress off my grandparents while they were dealing with like possibly losing their uh their daughter or like her losing her eyesight or not being able to walk there were a lot of risks so it, they definitely helped out my family and I, was, I wasn't alive to experience it but i've heard the story so it doesn't just go to kids it just goes straight up to their families to their families and 
if the kids if the families need help to pay the bill it goes to helping pay the bill it goes to supporting them so that they the family can be there with the people that are being affected by whatever injury or illness is afflicting them it goes to everything to take care of the family and the people who need that care taken exactly it's great exactly uh yeah so i mean we we've overdone the whole Ron McDonald Roundup thing. I mean, you can't overdo it, though. It's a good cause. Yeah. Ask, you, either ask if you can or when asked, just say yes. It's You don't need... If we're being honest, you're not going to use that that nickel that you're getting back. It's going to sit in your car and it's going to be there forever. So, just give it to give it to kids. Yeah. My next thing on how to be a better customer. You go to McDonald's, right? You order a medium fry and a Big Mac. But oh no, we don't have enough fries to make your medium fry. So we ask you to pull around the building. Why would you not pull around the building? Yeah, why would you you refuse to to move your car and sit in our drive-thru line slowing everybody else's day? It doesn't make your day faster, I promise. Exactly. You got there first. Yeah, okay. You got there before all the people in line behind you. So, but... If you're waiting on your food and we have their large drink, they just ordered a drink. You ordered food. If the car behind you, the for all you know, the car behind you's order is ready. Okay, so why would you keep them from getting their food longer just because you got there first? That's called being entitled. And going through McDonald's, no one going through McDonald's should be entitled. Well, just less than <laughs> less than entitled. It's just selfish. It's just cruel. Exactly. It's just rude. And I can tell you that we. Do not appreciate that is like one of the things we appreciate the least. Uh, yeah. When we're busy and you won't pull forward because you think you deserve You're better to sit, than everyone else. You think you deserve. To pr- I promise you, you will not get your food any faster if you sit at our window. Your food will not be ready any faster if you sit at our window compared to if you pull around and we run it out to you. Yeah. You don't have to. You don't have to get out of your car. We're still bringing it to you. I guarantee you. Sometimes it's faster if you pull around because a we feel more like serving you if you just listen to us. B, sometimes I've seen, I've done before, because I'm petty like this, I will run out orders to cars behind the person I was going to say, we'll go to the second window and give people their orders as they pay. I've, I've like, if that if that car, next car has driven past the the, sec, the first window already, and so like they're in an in-between spot, I will go outside and give them their food and drink before I give you your stuff, because yeah. you don't deserve it. You you'll be the you'll last, get cold fries. <laughs> you will be the last person I serve. You will not get the fresh fries that we were waiting on. You will get them when they are out of quality, because I am petty like that, and you are being petty, and you deserve it. And I don't care if I get paid to serve you however you want to be served. That's no, There's that's, other that's people. McDonald's policy. And I had a guy come through. This is the the best story I have of it. I had a guy come through, order 10 cheeseburgers. Now, that doesn't seem like a lot because they're just single cheeseburgers, but 10 cheeseburgers is a lot. You got to put, you got to drop all the buns through the toaster. You got to set out all the wrappers. It's hard. We got new, like, slipper, more slippery gloves, so it's hard to get a hold of the wrappers. It takes time. Yeah, you got to put ketchup and mustard. and pick, They weren't plain, so you got to put ketchup, mustard, pickle, onion, cheese on all of them. Sometimes you're holding on the meat and you got to get it up fresh off the grill. It takes a while. Then you got to wrap them all. Okay, 10 cheeseburgers is a lot. So we asked him to pull around. Uh, it was back when this manager, Liam, closed with me, and it was a night shift and we were waiting on. This guy wouldn't pull around. And so I I asked him to pull. He wouldn't. He said, no, I got here first. Why should I pull around? And I, so I said, okay. And then I, t- got, I got Liam. Got like, we're supposed to do. We're supposed to get our manager. Liam came over. He's like, hey, can I get you to pull around? And he said, 
no, I should not have to pull around. I told him that, and he started cussing us out. He was being completely rude, uncalled for, and um, so we said, okay, and we said, next time, if you don't pull, we're just going to refuse you service, and he acted like we had no right to do that. Private businesses, because we're not corporate McDonald's. We are privately, individually franchised. That's why Brian's the owner, not some corporate entity up in Chicago where McDonald's is based. We're privately owned, so... Privately owned businesses have the right to refuse service to whoever they want, especially people who don't respect how we run the business. And so Liam said, I'm going to refuse you service next time. And he said, okay, I'm going to sit here in your drive-thru and call corporate now. And Liam said, okay, I'm going to sit and call the cops and have you removed from the premises. The guy yeah. drove right off. It doesn't take that much to pull around. I swear to you, you will get your food just as fast. You're, it's not going to be ready any faster sitting at the window. So why would you be entitled enough and selfish enough to make everyone else behind you wait on your food? Plus, yeah, it's a bit of a selfish reason for us. You dri you're driving up our times. We get in huge trouble when you drive up our times past what they should be because you didn't pull like we asked you to. It's just procedure, and you are getting your food just as fast because we are bringing it out to you. Yeah, it's not us being disrespectful to you. It's just us doing our jobs. And if you'd help us do our jobs, we'd appreciate that, and we'd make sure that the quality of the job we're delivering to you is vastly superior than when you're making it a pain in our butts. I can guarantee you I have been told, I've been given permission that if someone is not pulling like I asked them to, I ask how they paid, I go refund their money, and they don't get the food they ordered because I refunded their money and I do not want to serve them. Yeah, I was going to say. I, I've done that. I've seen it done before. I've not done it personally, but I've been given permission. Uh, I've been trying to become a manager for a while now. I don't know when it's going to happen, but I've been given permission that if someone refuses to pull, I ask them how they paid with card or cash. I say there was a problem paying out your order. I need your payment method back. I go and refund their money, and I tell them have a good night because they are not getting the food they ordered because they did not. They they were disrespectful enough to not respect how we are trying to run the business. I was going to say I've got a story about a time where. I was able to get someone refused service. Uh, long story short of it is, I was taking their order and they called me the N word because I uh, got like one thing wrong on their order. Wow! Like I, uh, they said like a, a uh, I think they said a large uh, sprite or something, and I thought they said a large, uh, like oh, it, it sounded like sprite at the time. Fry? A large fry. fry. A large fry. Yeah. I thought they said a large fry. Instead of a large sprite, because when you say it really fast over the headset, a large sprite, a large sprite, uh, it sounds very similar, as I'm sure that audio will kind of do exactly. a fair job of showing. Uh, and I got confused, you know, and I was like, I repeated it back to him because I was confused. Uh, and they they were like, no, you stupid, we said this. Uh, and so I was like, oh, okay, hey, uh, manager, can we... Can we get these people out of here, you know? Because we can hear you over the headsets. Multiple people hear you. Exactly. Every, we, can hear every, just... we can hear everyone in the car. Like, it's... And that may sound, like, contradicting because sometimes we say we can't hear you. Sometimes it's, like, it's blotchy over the headset, but we can hear your voice projecting. It's just blotchy. We can't quite make out what you say. Sometimes your car's too loud. Like, if you have a loud truck or there's highway off the traffic because the highway's right next to the building where the headsets are. For the most part, we can hear you. Yeah. Every once in a while, we'll have an issue, but for the most part, we can hear you. And by we, we don't, we don't just mean the person taking your order. We mean everybody that has a headset on and is connected to your lane. Uh, back in Carrollton, it was a one-lane thing, so you'd have five or six people with a headset on connected to the one lane. And they all heard this person call me a stupid N-word. And all of us listened, 
over the headset as my my homeboy. I, I went to this guy's wedding. He was a real cool dude. His name's Jake. Shout out to Jake. Uh, he came back there and he's like, hey, listen, uh, we're going to have to ask you to be more respectful to our, uh, our employees. With that in mind, please leave. And they didn't get any of what they ordered. They didn't even get the opportunity to pay because he acted so quick. We have a right to refuse service. Do not be the kind of customer that makes us use that right exactly. because we want your money. If you were so <laughs> it terrible, is, it is a rare thing <laughs> to get refused service at a McDonald's. Yeah. So, like, if you're acting out bad enough to get refused service, you need to take a look inward. Yeah. <laughs> if you get refused service <laughs> at that means, McDonald's, that means we hit. We've because when as soon as you start taking that order, we start making your food. Like the moment you say, you I mean, say obviously, Big Mac, unless, obviously, unless we have uh, like orders ahead of you, like yeah. we, we're catching up, but like. You we, say we can see your order and we, as soon as possible. We start making your order as soon as after you. As you say a Big Mac, boom, the bun is dropped for a Big Mac. Uh, when you get refused service, not only are we turning away your money, but we're potentially losing money in wasted food that we've already half dropped or half made if no one else orders it quick enough. And that tells you. Even, that be. tells you even more because we're willing to waste food, waste money, and turn away your money because you were being that big of a a-hole. Like, yeah, do not be that person because we will talk about you in this podcast. Exactly. And I don't think those kids meant anything by it. I think they were just a bunch of young hooligans who'd maybe been raised wrong because they came through the drive through again and they were more respectful. And I think they had a better time. Uh, I think they had a better experience when they, they got actually their food, got yeah. their food, you know. Uh, and we had a better experience when I was able to have them pull up to my window. I was able to give them a big old smile because I never wear masks. I just don't. <laughs> I just never have. Yeah, I mean, you, starting now, you don't even have to wear masks. I, I never have and I never so. will. Uh, it's very, very, uh, no, I have, I have, but it's very, very rare. Uh, I love giving people that smile, uh, seeing their eyes light up. I'm very unused to being disrespected face to face, but occasionally over the headset when I can't see someone, and if we get disrespected like that, do not be the customer that we talk about because we remember that. We remember that for it's been it's been years now. Uh, we remember that for a long time. Yeah. We remember your face. We remember the look on your face, and we hope that you take it like those kids did, and feel bad enough about it and remember it. So that next time you're better about being a good customer, which is yeah. the goal of this podcast. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, so I started this ran off about like not pulling when we ask you to pull forward. That that just transitioned straight into my next topic. We make mistakes too. We're all everyone working inside McDonald's is human. I assure you, we are using computers, but no one taking your order is a robot. No one making your food is a robot. They are not perfect. They make mistakes. Not even robots do are not, perfect. Yeah, do not treat us like we should have. We like we put a, one pickle on your cheeseburger, no pickle. Pick it off, okay? We're not remaking your sandwich for you because we put a pickle on your no pickle cheeseburger, okay? We will, but we're not gonna be happy about it because we're not perfect. And cheese, it's cheese, not that big of a deal. Exactly, and, and like, fine, like, uh, okay, un it's understandable that we messed up your burger. We will remake it for you, but why would you? Why would you call us names for it? Like, everyone makes... The, I, I swear to you, I have forgotten to put meat on sandwiches. <laughs> and I have had customers react less to that, thought it was funny, 
And then I've had customers who they said light lettuce, and I put a few too many lettuce strips on there, and I got called all sorts of bad words, names. Then that we I, won't that get we, your food for you. We said, won't remake it. We we will because <laughs> we have to. But, but if they, uh, at, I mean, at Carrollton McDonald's, if we made someone's food wrong. Uh, and they reacted really, really aggressively. We just refunded them. We told them to keep what they had and make it work. Exactly. Uh, that's what we did. Yeah. So uh, now we'd like to take a little break and give a few messages from our sponsors. <laughs> Disclaimer, we don't have any sponsors. We are a brand new podcast, and who wants to sponsor the bunch of young hooligans, two young hooligans sitting in a car recording a podcast? No one. Our goal is to get sponsored by McDonald's one day. But this is a, I don't know if we have to legally say this, I don't know how it works, but we're not sponsored by McDonald's, so like anything we say about McDonald's, we're not representing them in any yeah. way, we're not getting paid by them. We are getting paid by them, but we're off the clock right now, we're getting, not getting paid for them. Why them do this, for this podcast? Exactly. This but has the goal, to do with our The drugs. goal is to get paid by McDonald's to do the podcast. <laughs> That's the goal. You'll know our sellouts when we get when we start bringing you messages about the brand new McFlurry Big Macs, that we know. have. <laughs> but we are not sponsored by anyone. So, in order to raise money for this podcast, and we are trying to because we want this to be semi-successful, we bought a microphone. We're sitting in a again in a car recording At this past story. midnight. Up uh, past midnight in a. Believe it or not, it's raining outside, so we're sitting underneath a car wash right now, trying to reduce noise. We don't know what we're doing. We're releasing these things and figuring it out for you. As we do it. Yeah. And so... We're putting in the effort now, uh, let and me, learning about it later. So let me look right now, actually. I was gonna say... What time is it? It is... one sixteen. Far past when a normal person should be awake. We should definitely be asleep in our beds. We shouldn't be out in a car... With a microphone that we bought, trying to piece together some entertainment. What I'm trying to get across here is that we're learning as we go, putting in the effort right now. If you would like to donate... The minimum of $1. Okay, $1, that's all it takes. That's like rounding up to the next dollar for Ron Donald House, except you're rounding up a whole dollar because you're starting at zero with us because this podcast is free to you. You're big G in right now. You okay. know? You're like sugar daddies and sugar mamas. It's yeah, beautiful. Exactly. So, I don't know what Nick's Venmo is, but my Venmo is at here's Johnny 35 You can probably find me by just looking up my name, Jonathan Grass. If you Venmo us a minimum of $1, we will mention you. Uh, snap, give us your snap uh, so we can at you in the next podcast. I'm not I, don't know how many, I don't know how many friends I'm going to have listening to this. We don't know how many family members we're going to have listening to this. I'm going to try to make it as big as possible, okay? We're just trying to, we're just two teens out here trying to make a little side hustle, you know? We are getting paid $11 at McDonald's, and that's quite a bit compared to what it used to be, but we're getting treated, as you can hear from the last few minutes, like we're not human. And so we're just trying to get a dollar from you, okay? One dollar. You can Venmo me at Here's Johnny, that's H-E-E-E-R-E-S-J-O-N-N-Y-3-5, again, H e e e r e s j o n n y thirty five. Venmo me one dollar. You'll get mentioned. You'll get added. Instagram, Snapchat, whatever you want. Uh, we'll take donations lower than a dollar, but unfortunately, we gotta give some incentive. So a dollar is what it takes to get mentioned, shout out, whatever you want. Later T- on, yeah, we're hoping T-shirts maybe. Yeah, later on, we hope to release some form of merch. You know. Obviously, it's going to be hand-designed, beautiful stuff. And don't you think for a second 
that we'll ever have nothing to talk. We will milk this until <laughs> until it's boring and no one is listening. We will milk this until we were repeating stories that we don't even realize we're repeating. We are not stopping this right away. I have to go back to college soon. We'll probably set up some over distance. We'll probably yeah. figure out how to record over distance. Record this is not call. stopping until it absolutely has to. This McTruck is driving, boys. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Have you ever seen those McDonald's trucks with like the egg, picture of the Egg McMuffin on the side of us? That's us right now. We're going. But we're in a white car right now. <laughs> in, a gar- in, a, in, a, in a car wash trying to make a podcast for you. Right. You know, and you know, like uh, like was uh, possibly thought about, uh, we're thinking, have you ever wanted to see someone fold your McChickens in 4K wearing only, say, an apron on maybe an OnlyFans? Hey, okay? hey, 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 hold on, hold on, hold As on, adults. hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> we, gotta, we, gotta, we gotta bring up some backstory for this one. So, one night, the power goes out. This has nothing to do with... I'm realizing that this isn't the original story as I tell it. That's okay. Back up. Forget the power went out. The power didn't go out. I have a crop top. I made a crop top. I wanted to wear it to the gym. My college won't let me wear it to the gym because I'm not allowed to show midriff. I don't know why. I think I should show off my washboard abs that I don't have yet that I'm trying to get. But anyway, so I'm, I am I have a crop top that I made it for a dollar shirt from I got from a garage sale. It's just a plain white t-shirt. I wear it after clothes because we're allowed to change uniforms and st- out of our uniforms and stuff. Brian, I hope you're not listening because I've, if you are, I've never worn a crop top, I swear. <laughs> um, so I wear a crop top, and I got the nickname Big Sexy John. I made a name tag and everything because I have that privilege as a crew trainer to know where the name tags and how to use the label maker for making name tags. And so, I mean, it's not out of the question. It is out of the question. I'm never doing this. But it's not out of the question that maybe... Hey, you said uh, you'll never do this. As a side hustler... Okay. Okay. Uh, it's not <laughs> impossible that... Not so me, but us. one of us. It's not going to be me. But one of us will make an OnlyFans folding your McChicken up in just an apron. Nothing else. 4K. Apron. 4K. It'll be a front shot, of course, because we're tasteful here. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're both Christian young men. You'll have to imagine the dummy I if, thickness. I don't know if I said this on the first take or the second take, but we're both Christian young men trying to spread the love. It'll be tasteful, but it will be just an apron. We're not tasteful lying about that. and beautiful. Exactly. Pinky promise. That is enough from our not sponsors. Uh, we'll go <laughs> back to what we were originally talking about, which is how to be a good customer. Now, we have a menu, right? And that menu has a few things on it that are verified good tasting. Okay? Otherwise, they wouldn't be on the menu. One of our pet peeves as a customer that you can do is order a sandwich and treat us like we're Subway. (laughs) By ordering a sandwich... (laughs) I've never heard it worded like that. Yeah, okay. Well, all right. You order a sandwich, right? And then... You make that sandwich into just a completely different sandwich. <laughs> don't even call it a McDouble. Because you're, you're trying to make it like a Big Mac. Yeah, don't even call it a McDouble if you're trying to make it a Big Mac and add crispy chicken meat to it. Or just order the ingredients. <laughs> order the ingredients. We'll send it out in cups, and you can do it yourself, okay? Oh. I don't want to have to forget everything I've learned for how to make a sandwich <laughs> to look up at a screen and relearn everything I've ever done to make one very oddly specific unholy creation that you call a sandwich. How, how far would you say our sticker machine is above the, the, the 
counter that we make the sandwiches on. Two feet? Uh, and a half. I'd go... It's not three feet. I know it's not. I'd go two feet. Two feet. Okay. I have no joke, no joke, had stickers, uh, a sticker reach about half, like so about a foot. I've had no joke, a sticker reach about a foot because they added so much and took off so much that the sticker was almost half, pretty much a little over halfway maybe actually, down to the table. Over that is a foot. Ridiculous. I have to wrap the box in that sticker. Do you know what that's like? You can't get the box open. <laughs> Why are you ordering a sandwich that you can't even open because I got a sticker for it wrapped around your box? Yeah, that is nothing. Second of all, short when, of unholy. When when you know we're in a rush, when you when you come to the come through the drive-through and you can see there's 17 cars in front of you and you're almost in the street because our line is that long, and you're then having the audacity to make make your sandwich three different sandwiches combined into one, and I'm printing out 17 stickers. And I can't even see your order on my screen, but there's a sticker printing for it. And I've got stickers down to the floor, and I'm stepping on them, which is... This is an exaggeration. There have literally been times where I can't see orders that are special, and there's stickers printing for them. And they are down to the floor, because I'm not using stickers fast enough when we're in a rush. You'll have one sandwich take up half the screen with all the instructions on what you need to add and subtract from that pre-existing contract. That we call a sandwich. If you don't like pickles, fine. Take them off your sandwich. You, we will be glad to not put pickles on your sandwich. But if you want a Big Mac sub crispy chicken, sub artisan roll, add quarter pounder meat, no. We're not making that for you. We only you, can order so two, you can order two different sandwiches. We have to make it for you. So I don't know why I keep giving these threats of no, we're not going to make it for you. But we do hate you. We, Sincere, <laughs> sincerely. <laughs> we wish we didn't have to make it for you. Yeah. It's it's no joke ridiculous. When, like our our sandwiches come as they are on our menu because that's how they were made. That's how they were meant to be. And you can it's fine if you're allergic to onions. Obviously, we're not gonna put onions on your sandwich if you ask for them because we don't want to kill you. We might if you want to add fifteen nuggets onto your Big Mac. Like if you want to stack nuggets on your Big Mac. Who does that? Why do you do that? Who do you think you are to I've, play God with our sandwiches? Exactly. <laughs> this isn't Universe Sandbox. You know, we're not Subway. We don't do that here. We you, should. Well, we do. You want to eat fresh? Eat at home. <laughs> right. Or eat at Subway. Just Jared, order. Jared from Subway will be happy to serve you. We we are not happy to serve you. Yeah, you know, just order all the ingredients for that unholy creation that you call a sandwich because that's not something on our menu. That's not even close to it's anything not a sandwich. relating to a sandwich. It's not a sandwich. That's it's just a bunch a of monstrosity. ingredients thrown together into some unholy concoction that doesn't resemble any item at all to the point where the item that you could think of that was closest to it, it still takes up half a screen for one sandwich for things that are designed to take orders of 16 sandwiches. Just because you have no standards doesn't mean we don't. <laughs> And see, we've worked at McDonald's for a long time. We have had to experiment to mix things up so that we aren't having to dull our taste buds with the same sandwich every time. I can promise you that the things we make are a little different than the norm. I've made a case. I've made a quesadilla. I've made several quesadillas. We've mixed things. I'm not up. gonna make it for you because we can't. Like we're not legitimately not supposed to make them for ourselves, but we have that right because we get paid eleven dollars to deal with you guys. So the point I'm trying to make here is we've mixed things up. We've had to to survive. 
so that we don't grow tired of what we're eating every mm. single day that we work. I'm not going to go somewhere else and spend money on food when I get free food from the place I work. Like, I can't afford to go buy different food, so I have to eat at McDonald's for at least five meals, sometimes more, out of my week. And I really need to spice it up. But, I mean... Even with the amount we've spiced it up, there's been orders that were so much more than what you have come up with. It's just insane. Do you need to take that phone call? No, no, no. It's just insane. Do you just want to tell her that we're recording a podcast? Yeah, yeah, she knows. It's just insane. Look that at we... this unprofessional guy. He's taking he's about to take a phone call on our podcast. He's not going to. I said to. no. He's I not said going no. To. Listen, no. we are by no means professionals. We just want to put that out there. And also, I want to apologize for insulting you guys. I refer to you guys as you guys, uh, as well as I refer to you guys as the bad customers that we're serving. None of you have particularly done anything wrong to me. I just want to make sure it's not you guys. Nick, anything yeah. to add to that? Uh, I'd like to add that we're not talking to any one person in specific, unless we are mentioning a, an example that you're like, oh crap, that was me. Like, yeah, yeah, we, we're talking about you then. <laughs> I swear. We already talked about making sandwiches that just aren't even sandwiches anymore. Uh, talked about rounding up. What else? We can is get. There? I mean, we're at fifty minutes. If we just want to start listing small things that we're not gonna uh, disclose on, that we just come into our heads. I got a couple that are just small things that we're not gonna delve into. But give some examples. We'll see where it goes. All right. If we give you a drink carrier, don't just take your drinks out of the drink carrier. We're handing you the drink carrier. It's policy. Yeah, especially if you've asked for the drink carrier. Well, no, the, the, I've never had anyone take drinks out of a drink carrier that they asked for. I'm saying like. If I hand you four drinks because you ordered four drinks, but they're in a drink carrier and you don't want the drink carrier, just take the drink carrier. It is, takes more time for me to take the drinks out of the drink carrier and then hand you drinks individually. Than if you just take them and take break the them carrier. up amongst your family yourselves. Exactly. And then don't, especially, we can't take outside trash. I've had people where they throw the drink carrier out the window in our lobby. That is literally, that is littering. We have your license plate number on <laughs> on camera and i swear to you troy has thought about calling the police or getting certain license plate numbers banned from mcdonald's because i've told them they littered in our drive-thru is not cool i said these were going to be small things that we don't dive into but i mean it's fine kind of, to dive in yeah i mean yeah, i mean that's the point of the podcast yeah so but our, drink, litter. our drink carriers are not something that you take your drinks from while we hand it to you it's not gonna, it's not like a covid thing where we're not wanting to touch you it's Saving time. So it takes the same amount of time for you to take each drink in individually into, into your car. Second pet peeve is when we give you all your stuff and you just sit there tr struggling to put a straw in your drink. Pull forward and do that. People are waiting on their food behind you. Honestly, you just make yourself look bad in front of all of us. Exactly. And, and then the customers pull up and they're like, what took them so long? Sorry, they had to put a straw in their drink. What? Yeah, we've had customers ask what took the car in front of them for so long. And we will be honest with yeah. how big of an idiot you were if you were an idiot. <laughs> Just pull forward. Then, we don't know that you can't put a straw in your cup. The customers behind you don't have to know that you can't put a straw in your cup. And you can rest easy knowing that your secret dies with you. Exactly. <laughs> Until you have your first date. Right. And then you got to put a straw in his or her cup because their hands are full and you look like an idiot. <laughs> And they break up with you and you're alone forever. Right. Sorry about it. Can't yeah. do nothing about it. What, so, what I mean, we... you can come through McDonald's and practice. Just practice not at our window. Yeah. What if we started, like... Strong another side hustle. For them? Another side hustle 
If you tip me a dollar, people, if you tip me a dollar through the window, I will put your straw in your drink for you. I mean, technically, isn't that against? What? It is McDonald against McDonald's policy to take tips, and it is against McDonald's policy to pre-straw drinks. I will break both of those <laughs> if you give me a dollar for every straw. I'm not actually. It adds up. I'm not actually. I can't. I'm sorry. I I keep making all these empty promises, like I'm not gonna make your sandwich or I'm gonna straw your drinks for you. I don't want to get fired. I was gonna say. Uh, what if we started another side hustle where we teach people the correct way to put a straw in their drink? <laughs> that just sounds like they're kindergartners. <laughs> hey, you know, you gotta teach people life skills from time and to time. And then the straw goes into the sippy hole. Yeah, right. The circle peg goes in. No, 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 no. The circle. No. No. That's not even halfway related to what you're thinking about. You don't know what I'm thinking about. I have a strong feeling that I do now that I've the thought about it. The next thing that we don't like you doing is just leaving your tray full of dirty napkins and empty wrappers for your sandwiches and empty drinks at your table. Why would you... We have we bring it on a tray so that you can put all your trash onto a tray. So First of all, so we can carry your food out. Second of all, you can put all your trash on that tray... And then there's a little slot. If you don't notice, there's a little slots above the trash cans where you empty out your tray, including the tray liner, because no one wants to eat your ke- eat off your ketchup stained tray liner that you left behind, and put the tray above the trash can, and that'd be really respectful of you. Have you ever thought, man, the country of Japan is really nice, right? Well, one of their customs is to clean up their table after they've eaten. So yeah. if you want to be a little bit nicer of a country. If you want to follow in the footsteps America of other countries... America is falling behind, to, oh, be, you know, to be quite honest. We're falling behind in a lot of ways. And I don't want to one get of those political, ways, but like... One of those ways is self-respect and human decency and just general kindness and hygiene. If you want to be like a, like a country that you might look up to, for instance, Japan, you can adopt some of their cultural ideas where they pick up after themselves. It's basic human decency. Do it, guys. Clean up your mess. You know, we're paid to serve you food, and we're paid to clean up your mess. But you can be paid with the rewarding experience of knowing that you're a good person. You can earn the feeling of moral superiority for being so good of a person that you cleaned up your own mess. Congratulations. Number whatever this is. I don't haven't been keeping track. Mobile orders over $30 should not exist. If you are ordering that much food on your own from your phone and then coming to McDonald's, we don't have the order pop up until you come check in. We don't know what your sandwiches are until you come check in. So if you think you're getting your food faster by ordering from your house and then coming to McDonald's, you are wrong. You are probably getting it slower because we probably have orders in front of yours. And if you just come through the drive-thru, it probably takes you less time because you can say what you want. We know how to ring it in. You don't on your phone. Stop trying. Yeah. You if don't... you have a large Coke that you want to order on a mobile order before you get to the window, fine. But if you have $30 worth of food, I guarantee you we can ring that in faster than you can from your house. So don't say it's a time thing because you're spending probably an hour trying to figure out how to get your hamburger plain at your house when we can do it in a second. Yeah, so mobile uh, orders are so annoying when they're, especially when they're huge, especially right before close, which puts us back in the other. I got people that come through McDonald's, but right before close and have like thirty dollars mobile orders. Here's my offer code seven zy nine, and then they've got sixteen cheeseburgers, five large fries, 
seven large drinks. We want you using the app because we like it when customers save money because it puts them in a good mood. And I mean, I want to save money too when I go places. We like you using the apps for coupons and you can use mobile orders when you don't have that much on your order and you're just in a rush and you know how to use it efficiently and it's more efficient from you for you. But the fact, if you come in ordering $30 mobile orders, it is annoying to us. It probably taking you a long time to ring in. Plus the, the sandwiches can't be ring in correctly on the app yet. There's no plain button, so you gotta take everything off individually, which creates paper waste because the stickers are longer. Uh, it takes up more of our screen. We can't see orders. It's it's generally not that great. You can't. It costs you more money actually because like a cheeseburger Happy Meal doesn't exist on the app, so you have to do a hamburger add cheese, which just charges you extra for the cheese. Yeah, let's. It's not even correct. Let's even talk about misconceptions, okay? You think okay, I ring in my 16 cheeseburgers on the app, so it's gonna be faster. If I go there, because the cheeseburgers will already be made. No. They don't Not pop up till you get there. They don't pop up till you pay or check in yeah. or whatever you're doing. They they pop up at the same time regardless. Whether it's when you, you get there and you order them or when you get there and you have a mobile order. If you say, I have a mobile order. Let's say you ring in 16 cheeseburgers on a mobile order. You go to McDonald's. You come. Th you're picking it up through the drive-thru. You can pick up mobile orders through the drive-thru. I don't know how you... You can pick up mobile orders inside for takeout or dine-in. You can t pick up mobile orders as a curbside where we walk it out to you. And you can pick up mobile orders through the drive-thru where we either give it to you out the window or if you're pulled, we walk it out to you as well. You come through the drive-thru with a 16 cheeseburger mobile order. You say, hi, I have a mobile order. We have to search up your code or retrieve the mobile order. That takes a couple seconds. That takes a good, it can take a solid 30 seconds if uh, you didn't check in right, if the system is still retrieving your order. Uh, there's a lot of problems that can happen with mobile orders. I guarantee you it is faster for you to say, hi, I need 16 cheeseburgers. We can ring that in like three seconds. It's on the screen faster. You can get paid out and out of there faster. I guarantee you it is faster. Honestly, we don't really enjoy making 16 cheeseburgers, right? But, we'll but if we see yeah. each of those 16 cheeseburgers ring in individually, ring in the correct way that we prefer, where the tags are the smallest they can possibly be while still getting the message across because it makes it simpler for us to understand, easier in our brains, uh, we prefer that uh, because it's easier on us. When you, when you say, I have a mobile order, and we see 16 cheeseburgers pop up, with tags that are when they're supposed to be plain and they're no onion, no pickle, no ketchup, no mustard. That that's like I guarantee you that's like a like a it's four a significantly inch, a, a four inch paper. six inch sticker for each one. Whereas plain, which isn't available on the app, it's only available if you come in and ring it in. It's like like a three inch sticker. It's like it's a good six to eight inches long the other way around. It's it, paper waste. It's uh it's there's a there's waste. a there's a moment where a wave of simply despair and dread comes over us because we know we're going to have to micromanage the amount of stickers being popped out so they don't sag to the ground like when I when things I do. when I when I answer <laughs> goodness when I answer an order at the drive-through I generally don't think much I want to get them their food as fast as possible that's all I think when I hear someone from the drive-through and I say I hear them say, I have a mobile order, dread, instantly, because I have to pray and hope that they didn't order, like, I have to pray that they didn't order $40 of food, like, so it's like, when you come to the drive-thru, 
there's not much thought that goes through my head, but I know when it's a mobile order, I have to hope that you didn't order so much food that I can't, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna be overwhelmed or something. Yeah, I mean, we don't like when you order $40 of food, but what we really don't like is when you order $40 of food and it all shows up in a flash that just completely surges and overwhelms everything. Yeah, it's, it's not fun. All right, uh, I mean, it's getting pretty late. We got a good, solid hour of content. It's going to be edited down a bit. This has been the end of the first episode of the McGuffins podcast. Uh, if you haven't, by the time you're done listening to this, uh, go ahead and give it a like and a follow if you'd like. Uh, we'd really like you to. Uh, don't remember. Don't remember. Don't remember. It's uh, been a pleasure forget, having you here. Don't forget to uh, hit us up on Venmo. Uh, get your Snapchat mentioned. DM us uh, about the stories. If you have any stories about getting helped by the Ron McDonald House, again, it's a good cause. Go ahead and round up your order. Round up your total when you come through. This has been the first episode. Don't forget about Venmo. Don't forget to subscribe, like this podcast. Hopefully, I still have to figure this out. It'll be on Apple Music and Spotify. Maybe try Pandora. I th- this has been McGuffins. Like and follow. I swear we're going to try to get them better. <laughs> this audio setup is in a we are in a car. I have to learn how to edit this in 24 hours before it's released. I have work most of the time. Upload schedule is not going to be consistent. Recording schedule is not going to be consistent. Sit with us. We want to let you know about life inside McDonald's. We're figuring this is, yeah. We're figuring this out as we go. Be easy on us. Uh, we will make sure that content is quality to the best of our ability. Remember the things that we talked about in this video. Be good customers. Be good customers and tune this in next time for McGuffins. This is Big Sexy John and Nikki signing off. Have a good night.